Let's fucking go. Okay, let's uh, fucking go. Hello, Internet. Hey there, How are Internet. you? Uh, if you're like me, you're a bit fucking stressed out, and I don't know why. <laughs> I think right. it has something. Are you some- stressed out? Uh, yeah, I think it has something to do with... Uh, Apparently, wave what? What are we on? Wave four? Wave oh, five? I can't fucking. Fuck. I can't count that Ooh. high anymore. Hey, everyone, welcome to a very exhausted episode of Outreach Factory, the podcast where we make a look at the things that made people mad online, explain why they're dumb for caring. Uh, I'm your co-host Derek Bolin. I'm your other host, Del Deruder. That reminds me of a joke because Andrea was like, today she was like, I think I have general malaise because she's just like been feeling down or whatever, and I was like. Are you sure it's not Colonel Fatigue? <laughs> Everybody nice. just turned off the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> thanks for tuning fuck. in for a minute uh, and a half. That whole me being stressed out because of everything that's going I'm fucking out now. Uh, yeah, so I guess why we're stressed out is the I didn't really I didn't want to talk about it because I apparently everybody disagrees with me on Twitter that the uh Domestic. Okay, I have to finite say what this is because I agree with the traveling vaccine passport. Where if you're going to a different country or coming here, you should have both shots. That way, I don't know, you're not going to spread some new variant. But I don't agree with telling people they can't go to restaurants and shit. The restaurant, for whatever reason, the restaurants one bugs me more than say a movie theater or um, a sporting event. I think it's it does, because when I think about it, the people who have to enforce it at the restaurant is like a 16 year old hostess has to be like the front line of defense and be like, you can't come in here unless you have your card, whereas a sporting event will have a whole bunch of security. Yeah. So, okay. Um, So BC announced I don't know if they had announced this last time we recorded they did. but they basically okay i think we talked about it we, a little bit yeah last time i said i didn't like it but i was gonna do it but i've decided i'm just not gonna do it like i have both my vaccines but i don't know it's just like this thing where i'm like i don't agree with them being able to tell people they can't go to restaurants sporting events i don't care the restaurant one like i just explained just bugs me all right so here we are and this is like this is now devolved into like like it's all I see people talking about online Mm -hmm. and people are like, you're either there's no rational, sensible discussion happening. It's (laughs) you're either like the government is fucking tyrannical and, Mm -hmm. uh, and this is bullshit. And this is like Nazi Germany and they're going to exterminate us all. Or you're like anti-vaxxers want us all to die of COVID and they don't give a fuck who they hurt and they are the most selfish people on earth and i'm just like i'm fucking over it so here are the facts the facts are there is going to be a vaccine passport they are going to use that vaccine passport to determine whether you can attend basically any public gatherings they're saying there it's going to be in effect for uh sports theaters social events even weddings um restaurants if you want to go out in public you're going to have to show proof you got vaccinated uh that that is a fact this is happening uh my wife and i we're going to italy in two weeks for our honeymoon it's it's the same fucking thing there like if you want to go to a museum if you want to go if you want to get into the country you have to show your vaccine passport and then if you want to go to a restaurant if you want to go to a museum if you want to go on uh, a train or a bus or a plane or anything inside the country, you have to show them your vaccine card. Otherwise, they will not let you do it. Um, it's like this, I think, in a lot of countries in, in the European Union. Um, and, uh, you know, you can have your opinion on whether it's right or whether it's, you know, overbearing government misstep. Uh, it doesn't fucking matter what anyone thinks (laughs) it's it's happening uh so right now what you're left with is the choice to either you know grab your balls get the shot if you have the shot register for the vaccine passport get your fucking thing that you can show people so you can go eat at restaurants or attend sporting events or don't do that and just like accept that life for at least the foreseeable future for you until they figure out the next step 
beyond what they're currently proposing. You're not going to be eating at restaurants. You're not going to be going to sporting events. You're not going to be going to movies. You're not going to be going to bars. You're not going to be doing any of that shit. And that's fine. If whatever side of that argument you fall on, it's fine. Just shut the fuck up about it, please. <laughs> I can't. I cannot listen to it anymore. Like I can't. I like every like conversation online is just like devolving into this shouting match between two fucking sides. Uh, this past week, a uh, a local, it's like a health food restaurant in Coquitlam, um, posted. Uh, it's like one that, that my wife loves and they posted something about how they were like pro-choice and they would continue serving the unvaccinated and that's, uh, and whatever else. And I posted on there and I was like, well, this is disappointing to me. Uh, yeah, they basically said, we don't discriminate. We don't care your vaccine status. We will continue serving whoever. And I went and commented on their thing and I was like, this is disappointing to me because I wanted to bring my wife there for her birthday this weekend, but we can't risk it because we have um, our honeymoon in Italy coming up. Normally I would, I probably wouldn't give a fuck. Like I have not mm -hmm. been a super risk averse person throughout this pandemic. Um, but I was like, this is disappointing specifically because I cannot risk getting COVID before we go on our honeymoon in Italy in two weeks. And if we want to do fucking anything in Italy, we can't have COVID. And we're at the point now where if we got COVID, we wouldn't recover before we went to Italy. One thing, like, did they say they weren't going to enforce the mask mandate or the passports? Because the passports don't come in till the 13th. That was the thing. I was like, I was like, so I, I made my comment and I was like, this is disappointing because I can't bring my wife here this weekend. And all these fucking batshit insane anti-vaxxers started oh, yeah. being like, Oh yeah, you're a fucking totalitarian. Go suck your government's dick a little bit more. And I was like, no, like, but I was like, what is the point of you making this post? Like this post was just basically yeah. virtue signaling, signaling to anti-vaxxers because right now an anti, an unvaccinated person can walk into any fucking business and get service because no one's checking this shit yet. Like also, no, nobody cares. You it was uh you said it was a health food store or a restaurant. Yeah, it's like a it's like a hippie, like a health food restaurant. Yeah, then they don't the vaccine passport doesn't affect them because all grocery stores are considered essential, so they don't have to deal with the passport. This so, this one's more more a restaurant than a, yeah, but if they like sell groceries, then they get away with it. So oh, there you go. Already fucking loopholes for people to yeah, jump through. So they so like, like like you said, they were exactly being performative in there. Like they were like I don't even know if you'd say, yeah, I guess you could still call it virtue signaling because they're trying to be like, we're not going to put up with this. So we're not going to do the passport. It's like, but grocery stores don't have to. Yeah. Nobody That's fucking, nobody is discriminating right now. There is not, a mm -hmm. fucking business in BC, as far as I know, that's asking for people's vaccine documentation when they walk in to be served. Yeah. Um, there are places I was fucking in Puerto Rico uh, a week and a bit ago, and I had to show my vaccine card there to get into some restaurants and get service. Like this is mm -hmm. not, this is a measure that a lot of governments have deemed necessary. Uh to to combat the like the variants and mm -hmm. you know that this this fucking virus continues to just kind of like run roughshod through entire populations and it's like okay you can have your fucking opinion on on whether you think this is necessary or not but it's it's happening yeah it doesn't it doesn't matter <laughs> what you think and like i think the one like lasting lesson from all of this is that adults really do not fucking like being told what no, to do exactly like you you cannot take um you cannot take people it's like we entrench this belief from like okay you're a kid when you're a kid you just like blindly follow what your parents say and then once you hit the age of 18 and you graduate from high school, you do not have to do that ever again. You never have to listen <laughs> to another human being. And now this whole situation has been like the government being like, you have to do this. You have to do that. You have yeah. to do that. Uh, and people are just losing their fucking minds at this point. So. Yeah. My whole thing. Another reason why I, it's just like for now, the Delta variant, it's still spreading for people who are vaccinated. So I'm like, is this going to give people who are vaccinated this kind of like false sense of security? Like, I'm glad they brought in the mask mandate 
because the masks seem to be, even though they're not perfect, and you could talk about the N95s or whatever, but they seem to be doing the best to stop the spread. So if my whole thing, another part of the reason why I was like, if you have like the vaccine thing, passport, where it's like, you can't go to a sporting event without this. So I get my card and I go to a sporting event and there's just like a thousand people just mashed in my grill and we're all breathing each other, but we're all vaccinated. We could still get the fucking COVID. But so what I think they should do is just have the mask thing inside, whatever. Like it should. Yeah, I don't know. It's just fucking. Hopefully it works better on the Lambda variant whenever that shows up. I mean, it's just a matter of time. And like, here's the thing, like the arguments I keep hearing around the vaccine thing are like are basically everyone looks at the vaccine through this lens of oh, it is a personal choice whether I get the vaccine or not because the vaccine is only meant to protect me. That's it. It's like a shield for me against COVID and I can decide whether I need that shield or not. That's not not what vaccines are for. That's not the intent of vaccines. The purpose Mm -hmm. of a vaccine is to get enough people protected (laughs) against the virus. So it becomes like, it becomes it's a matter of public protection versus private protection. Like if it was yeah. just a question of like you and if you get this virus, it only hurts you and it doesn't impact anybody else. Then like, yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's it's your decision. It's not that like this thing is shut down global economies for like rolling for the past two years. It's fucking like just kneecapped a lot of businesses. It's killed a fucking ton of people. Uh, And there's still a pretty significant um, population out there that doesn't have the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And the virus is showing that like, oh, once it starts running through unvaccinated people, it can fucking mutate pretty quickly and make everybody else's vaccines totally worthless. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think we need to stop looking at it through this lens of like, okay, like the vaccine is just for you and it's a personal choice. It's not a fucking personal choice. It's a societal choice at this point. And the reason they're bringing these vaccine passports in passports in is because you either have the choice to take the fucking shot and do it for the benefit of the society that you live in or not do that and not get to take part in the society that you live in. Yeah. I like I mean, I feel like everybody should get the vaccine, even if like just because it also like even if you get it, it makes it way more pleasant to have covid whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. For not wanting to bring this up, we talked about it for 20 minutes. So I'm just fucking like I, I totally relate to what Andrea is feeling right now. Like, I think it was like Andrea. Didn't you say Andrea was feeling? Oh, general malaise. Yeah, general malaise. Yeah. <laughs> It's like <laughs> I'm feeling some kernel fatigue over here. Yeah, kernel uh, fatigue. But uh, yeah, like it was like COVID, COVID, COVID for like a year yeah. and a half, and then we're like, oh, we all we're all getting vaccinated. We're doing our part. We're climbing our way out of this thing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, the fucking hammer drops, and it, it's like, okay, like mask mandate is brought back in. Cases keep fucking climbing in BC. So you got to imagine it's just a matter of time before they uh, they turn off like indoor dining or joining like you we go back to having our safe six uh probably within the next couple months here i'm just oh you think it's gonna get that bad oh 100 percent yeah i mean yeah i get it like i was like it was weird because it's just like fucking it seems like everybody like the reason why everybody's so fired up about this is it's like even out in the, like the world when I'm driving around, I feel like my temper is a lot shorter. And I don't like I thought I was like because I, well, I grew up with a terrible temper. Like anybody who knows me when I was a kid or a child or teenage years or my 20s or yesterday knows that I used to pop off. But I have been, I'd had it like for the last 10 years or so. I hadn't like fully lost complete like my shit. But lately, I've just been like today, a lady cut in front of me at the store. And I was like, what the fuck like that? And she's like, I was here first. I was like, no, you fucking weren't. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. I was like, I'll throw down old lady. But I didn't. And then I was just like, I caught myself and I was like, Jesus, 
Like she's only got like 10 items and I'm clearly a better person because I was here first, but I'm still letting her go without continually swearing at her. But I was like, Oh, that lady. And then I was like, Oh yeah, maybe, maybe I've got that general malaise as well. A little, little bit on edge. And I like, I honestly, I see this in everyone and you see it playing out in like every conversation people are having online mm-hmm. and like, oh, yeah. or, or in person, like same thing. I fucking, uh, we drove out to golden ears and like took a little hike before we podcasted and on the drive home, people would like drive a little slowly in front of me. And I'd like lean on my horn be like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? Like move yeah. your fucking car asshole. I got a podcast yeah. to do very important lives hang in the balance. Yeah. Um, like I was the guy not in front of you, but I was the guy I was like trying to like start playing my music or whatever. I know you're not supposed to fuck with shit while you're driving. And the guy behind me like drove right up to my bumper. I was like, dude, I will fucking kill us both. I don't (laughs) care. I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, it's like it's funny. Like today, uh, like after last night, like this week, I've been arguing with people about the passport thing and then just like all this other weird shit that's happening. Like Biden is now saying that it might have came from the fucking lab and i'm like oh jesus we used to get scrubbed off the internet for saying this and then today i was like okay no more fucking politics on twitter or like i never post them on facebook but i'm like that's my new thing i'm just not talking about politics on twitter i said what i said i'll keep my dumb opinions for the podcast hell yeah (laughs) that's why we have it yeah let loose bud let's go yeah Uh, the funniest thing was on Twitter, I think it was the day before yesterday, I, I was arguing with someone about something to do with COVID. And then at the same time, we were making jokes about this other thing. And we were both talking back and forth on Twitter, having dual conversations. And one was happy and funny. And the other one was we were like kind of like making points and arguing it out. And I was like, mm, let's just stick to the funny stuff. Let's do Yeah. Yeah. And that's like to everyone who is listening to this, like everyone's on fucking edge. No one's yeah. really happy right now. It feels like we're never going to come out of this shit and everything's feeling mm-hmm. a little fucked and hopeless. So maybe, maybe just yeah. like be a little bit extra kind to mm-hmm. yourself and to the slow fucking idiot who's making you late for your podcast <laughs> or the idiot <laughs> shitty old lady who cuts in yeah. front of you at the grocery store. You know, we're all going through the same shit. And uh, let's let's Mm -hmm. let's just not murder each other in cold blood over. You know what you should do instead? You should murder yourself by doing the fucking milk crate challenge. The milk crate challenge. What you should do, (laughs) go to the veterinarian, get a fucking like a fucking one of those epoxy tubes of ivermectin, shoot it into your mouth and then do the milk crate challenge. Yeah. uh, And see where that. I heard getting broken ribs helps you fight off COVID. Some of the pictures people were posting be like, I did the milk crate challenge and it's just like a fucking like black welt from like here (laughs) down to here. Like like, with the waffle stripes. Yeah. Yeah. Like why, 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 why? Like I I saw the first video I saw was a guy he was like at the top and it was all wiggling. I was like, why the fuck is this guy standing on a bunch of milk crates? And I was like, that's weird. And then I saw more and I was like, why are people doing this? And it's like, then you get like the, I love this stuff. Cause it's like, you see it out of context for out of context first. So you're like, what the fuck am I looking at here? What's going on? And then you're like, why, why are like one person was doing, that was weird. Now two people are doing it. And then you hear it's a challenge and you're like, what the fuck? Who came up with this? <laughs> just and then it's just like, people are eating shit. And it's like, I don't know. It looks like they're all the same. I don't know how many milk crates is in the center, but like each milk crate is a foot. So you're like, if you're up six milk crates, you're up uh, six feet. You could fucking break your neck. I mean, maybe not if you're 20 and your bones are still like bendable and bounce back. But when you're like, some of these people look like they're our age and they should (laughs) not be, you should not be climbing on shit at our age. Let me tell you, you could die or like fucking you land on your shoulder and then that shoulder just hurts for the next 20 years. Every time I see one of those challenges now, I'm like, there's like a hospital in rural Nebraska that was like, well, we have a big funding deficit we need to make up. Let's, <laughs> let's get people eating Tide Pods or climbing fucking yeah. milk crates. 
uh, get some of that, uh, that money. That's a good conspiracy that all these challenges are brought up by the privatized healthcare. Well, there, that's, that's why they always start in the States. It's never the like hug a puppy challenge. It's like, Oh, like go fucking like, you know, rub your dick on a feral raccoon and uh, see how that turns. Like it's, yeah. it's always things that will result in enormous injury to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's so. funny. Cause it's like, are you a fucking idiot? <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And a lot of people are more than happy to be like, yeah, "Yeah, I fucking am. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Like TikTok is just outing everybody that they're fucking idiots being like, hey, want to watch me drive like an asshole and crash? Watch this. (laughs) Fucking TikTok. Hey, uh, some good news on the horizon, I guess, depending on how passionate you are about this. But uh, McDonald's is teasing the return of McPizza. Nope. No. Nope. They said uh, their tweet was the thing you have been asking for arrives August 31st. And then they said it's spicy. But then they made a tweet. They're like, it's not pizza. Oh, and they're like, everybody keeps asking if it's pizza. And then they did a funny fake Canadian heritage moment where it was like a part of our heritage. And it was like the like background of like, um, uh, if you're if you're watching this after, I'll put a I'll put a picture of it. But uh, it was like the Canadian heritage moments yeah. with like the water background. And in yeah. the middle was a picture of McDonald's pizza. Nice. Yeah, I think so like I mean, when McDonald's says the thing you have been asking for, there are exactly two items that people ask McDonald's for. One's the McPizza. The other is the McRib. I think outside of that, McRib. nobody really asks McDonald's for anything because the rest of their menu items are kind of horse shit. Um, and I have to think like McPizza could even be like, you know, those beloved childhood cartoons and you go back and you watch them now and you're like, this doesn't hold up. Like, yeah, why? you're like, this was just to sell me toys. How did I not see that? Yeah. McPizza yeah. is one of those things where I think if like we all collectively could just like have a bite of one we would be like this is fucking this is dog shit pizza yeah why why did i miss this so much be like oh yeah maybe there was a reason this just went away and it wasn't the cook time was too long it was because it tastes like fucking assholes (laughs) yep uh what do you think it'll be well i thought it was legitimately the because like McDonald's has to know at this point, if they do mm. this, people are going to be like, it's McPizza because like, what the fuck else are people at? They said it's spicy. Yeah. Oh, spicy McChicken. Was Don't it, they already have spicy McChicken? Was it McDonald's Canada tweeting this? Yeah. They have spicy McChicken in the States year round. I think in Canada, it's like a limited time thing. Uh... Our delicate are like super white taste buds. Can't handle, <laughs> can't handle that much spice. Uh... Maybe it's spicy chicken McNuggets. Someone had said on Twitter. Could be. I'd fuck with some of those. I think that's another thing they have uh, year round in the U.S. Spicy when nuggets. The McRib usually come back. Is that just like, is that like a yearly thing? It comes back on a date or is it like randomly? Oh, McDonald's just brought back spicy chicken McNuggets in the U.S. So you have uh, to assume it'll be. That's here. probably what it is then. Uh McRib. Let's fucking go. Mm. That does that just remind you of Flintstones and the original Batman movie? Or is that just me? Because that was the first time I had it was with Flintstones. The McRib? Yeah. Interesting. Like the live action Flintstones with John Goodman and Rick Moranis. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh Rosie O'Donnell is Betty. Right. Sexy. Just going to say it. Rosie O'Donnell has two roles where I was like, you know what, Rosie O'Donnell? That and... uh, Yeah, what was the uh, other one? That one where she went, like, her and um, Dan Aykroyd went to some S&M Oh, uh, East of of Eden? Yeah. And she's, like, wearing a full pleather bodysuit. You're like, oh, that girl from (laughs) Stakeout. Rosie O'Donnell, kind of (laughs) sexy. Rosie O'Donnell, yeah. (laughs) Wait, East of Eden? Yeah. No, what was that fucking movie called? Was Dan it Aykroyd. It was not East of Eden. Dan God, Aykroyd. What was it? I used Rosie. to have this on the tip of my tongue because exit, I always... exit yeah. to Eden. Yeah. Boom. 
If, if you're listening to this, do yourself a favor and Google Rosie O'Donnell and exit to Eden. If you're listening get to mixed this feelings. and you've ever asked yourself the question, can Rosie O'Donnell or Dan Aykroyd be sexy in a movie? Uh, the answer is still no. I'll, yes. I'll just say. The answer is yes. <laughs> Derek, don't lie to people. I don't know, man. That's like. That's like the spicy McNugget of uh, it's like, oh, it's hot for like little white balls of like nothing. You mean it's it's like Rosie O'Donnell in a pleather jumpsuit because people are asking for it and it's coming back. Could you imagine if Rosie O'Donnell was like, I know you've been asking for this. The thing you've been asking for. Puts on her exit to eat an outfit and she's like, what's up, girls? Because she likes girls now. Or she, I guess she always did. Wait, did she? Yeah, she's like married with a child. But well, she's married with to a woman and has a child. Why she, did I she, not know that Rosie O'Donnell was a gay icon? Uh, because you knew you were just being like, that's stereotypical, and I don't want to come off as a bigot by just assuming Rosie O'Donnell was a lesbian. Are you sure? Oh no, yeah. She's been married to a couple couple yeah. women. That's the reason that um Donald Trump was allowed to make fun of her because people don't care about lesbians. They're like, ah, she's a lesbian. She can fend for herself. But if she was straight, people would be like, you can't pick on women. For some reason, if a girl's a lesbian, people are like, yeah, you can make fun of her. She's a lesbian. They, they're tougher. They can handle it. It's uh, I'm not even. Yeah, apparently she's. Interesting. She's yeah. been out for like ever. Yeah. Uh, she did release a stand-up comedy special like two years ago. And it's actually really funny. You should check it out. No. Oh, you know what you shouldn't do though, Derek? What's you that, Dale? Not super glow your pee-pee hole closed when you're gonna have sex and you don't have a condom. Because you could fucking well, die, why, apparently. Why not? Because you could <laughs> why die. Why wouldn't I do that? Uh did you see this? I put the link up in the notes. I didn't click. I wanted you to uh, to tell me about <laughs> okay. it. Okay, I'm going to open it just so I can get the guy's name. So this guy and his I don't it wasn't his wife. It was his girlfriend. They go to a hotel and they're like doing some drugs or partying and they're going to like, you know, get it on. And then he has the bright idea that to avoid pregnancy, he takes. Um, I want to. Oh, they just called it he- adhesive in the article. But uh, you might be asking yourself, why would a guy have industrial strength adhesive and with him at some point and not a condom? Well, the reason was he mixed it with powder and they inhaled it to get high. So they had this adhesive. They're snorting it. Well, not snorting it, but they're huffing the fumes to get high. And then he got the idea. I presume while high on glue. <laughs> To like glue his pee pee hole closed so they could have sex and they wouldn't have to worry about getting pregnant. Question. Okay. I mean, yeah. number one, kudos to this dude for, um, you know, when you're high, contraception is usually the furthest thing from your mind, but he still wanted to be <laughs> responsible yeah. uh, and make sure he didn't impregnate anyone. Number two, did he die? Mm. From the combination of huffing the fumes and putting it on his because you put this link in here and this in the headline make me think like, oh, he died from like filling his urethra with it. And Mm -hmm. then that killed him. But reading the story, it's like, oh, he died from organ failure from like this adhesive. So if you just glue your dick shut and then don't huff the fumes, would Uh... a person... Could a person still live? I thought I had assumed that he glued his hoo-ha closed and then all his shit got backed up and then his organs failed from that. But you're saying it's from the adhesive? Well, so he's saying... uh, They were carrying the adhesive... Occasionally used it with whitener to inhale the mixture for kick. Unfortunately, the adhesive damaged his organs and he died due to multiple organ failure. Also, it says in here that he was found unconscious the next day in the shrubs 
known to or by a person known to him. So like <laughs> someone found this guy just fucking keeled over in the bushes. But I'm like, I'm like, that doesn't say it doesn't say his organs exploded because his dick was backed up. It says, yeah, it was a byproduct of the, the adhesive. So I'm wondering, yeah. and I think that someone should possibly test this out for us for science. Yeah. Uh, cause we are all big fans of science right now. Uh, <laughs> and I, I personally am just curious if you glue your dick shut, mm-hmm. but don't huff the glue. Yeah. Do you, do you live? Yeah, exactly. Or if you just huff the glue and don't glue your dick shut, will you get organ failure or right. was it a fatal combination of them both? Because I was thinking about it. Cause I didn't see that the adhesive had caused organ failure. I thought like his shit got backed up like because he was high and then maybe he didn't unplug it. And then like his PP got all his pee got all backed up into his kidneys. And then like all the like uric acid didn't get out of his kidneys, because if you actually if you hold your pee too long, you can damage your kidneys because the uric acid has to get out of your kidneys to um, otherwise it could damage them. So we're going to need we're going to need at least three people, one person to glue their dick shut, one person to sniff the glue and one person to do both. And one person. I'm also curious if they had just used a less strong glue, like if you just put like Elmer's like Elmer's glue or yeah. something um, or like crazy glue. Oh, yeah. Like shot. gorilla glue. How much that would hurt. I'm just thinking about like peeling, like peeling the yeah. tip. Like when it came time to open it. I was convinced that's why he died because it hurt so much that he couldn't pull it out. And then he's just like, fuck it. I'll leave it. And then like his backed up jizz got all mixed with his backed up pee. And then it was just like, that's a wrap. I'm Googling uh, how long you can hold your pee before you, before you die. But how long can you do you think it? Oh, man, it's just oh, it's like I like how we've both had penises for 40 years. You'd think we'd be like professional, like know everything about our penises. But we're like, I don't know what would happen if you glued your pee hole shut. Like, how long can you hold your pee? Yeah. Would it blow up like a balloon? I also learned that a healthy. A healthy bladder can hold about two cups of urine, which does not seem like all that much. I know that a lot Two cut like two. think like a two, like a metric measuring cup. Yeah. Two of those. I've had peas that were like, well beyond that. I mean, maybe you have, maybe you've worked out your, I know I have because of, so there was like, when I was a teenager, I would play video games and I just wouldn't get up. So I'd like hold my pee in. And I feel like I like trained my bladder to hold more because I'm like, yeah, like you, like, I feel like, I don't know though. I don't know if it's two cups because it comes out in such a small stream that it might seem like a lot when it's not true. But have you ever, so have you ever, you like you pee in a toilet routinely once in a while? Yes. Okay. Have you ever had like, a routine pee not in a toilet like either you peed yourself or yeah. you a little goes a long way like you take like a normal size pee in the toilet and you're like well i don't like is there that much there if you yeah. piss your pants as a grown man you're like i am drowning i'm now in a vat of my own piss and i will yeah. never get out of here because there is so much liquid <laughs> it's like <laughs> So I think like two cups, like, I, I don't know. Two cups does not seem, if I spilled two cups of water on me right now, I don't think it would seem like that much. But two That cups, seems like it would be a lot. Two cups of water? Yeah, okay, like here. Two. We'll do this test. I will, you will hold two cups. I will pee in them both till they're full. Okay. And then you'll spill them on yourself and <laughs> okay. see how just much like, it feels like. Throw them in my face and be yeah. like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, right. wow. Two cups of piss. All right. And we'll do this while besides I the warmth, the smell is overpowering. Drop my dick full <laughs> of uh hey, is your pee like clean? Because you you have uh you have gout, right? Yeah, which is like so a gout is more too much uric, uric acid? acid, too much so uric too acid much. in my blood, yes, in so my is body. Your pee extra urine. 
yes. on like a re- on a re- like on a daily basis. Yes, because your pee gets yellow from the uric acid in your body going through your kidneys and out your pee. That's why it's called urine, coincidentally. So it's like it's not like my pee is extra yellow. It's just like it stays yellow for longer because like they say you're dehydrated until your pee is clear. So you drink water till your pee is clear. But for me to drink water till my pee is clear takes forever because I just have more uric acid inside of me. So, so do yeah, you just are you like super hydrated all the time? Then? Yeah, I drink so much <laughs> water that I have to pee like at least once an hour. That's like, it's fucking annoying because they're like, oh, oh dude. You, should, you should be hydrated. You should drink so much water. And then you drink that much water. And all yeah. you're doing is pissing like your entire life revolves around pissing. And then you piss so much that you're not hydrated anymore. And then yeah. you got to drink more water. And you got to drink that pee that just came out of you. Hey, I found uh, a guy on Twitter posted a like leak from a McDonald's somewhere. And it is it is the spicy McNuggets. Sorry, McPizza fans. Uh, but we will have spicy nuggets to enjoy for a limited time. I'll try them. I've never had spicy nuggets before, so I'm going to try them out and see what they taste like. I still have nugget PTSD, but uh, I'll, what? I'll do it from my oh, nugget yeah. eating competition with uh, with Noah. With Noah. Which I still haven't posted it online, but I ate like 30, 36, 35 or 36 nuggets in uh, goddamn in. T- about 10 ish minutes and uh yeah but the real important question is what is eating 36 nuggets do to your pee <laughs> oh i don't i mean i mean, it probably made me piss the big because i like i went and i fucking passed out like 20 minutes after doing this and i napped for three hours and i woke up and it was like it felt like i was fucking hungover like it brought yeah, me dude, back to all that salt and stuff it just de- it just like sucks all the water right out of you yeah Yeah. i bet my piss would have tasted like straight mcnugget though i mean Hmm? if you have to drink your own piss like you're out surviving or just being bear grills and being dramatic for video (laughs) tasting like mcnuggets wouldn't be the worst thing no i think okay you have to drink a cup of urine and you can pick one flavor for it what does the urine taste like like I add a flavor or the flavors in it, the flavors in it. And it just like, it completely masks the flavor of urine. The urine you're drinking now tastes like one thing. You still know it's urine, but it gets to taste like something else. That would be. So, so it's, you're not masking the taste of urine. You're just replacing the taste of urine. You're replacing the taste of urine. Cause I was trying to think of a flavor that would taste good with urine but we're gonna chase okay uh it still looks like urine probably oh god that's hard uh i want to say apple cider vinegar yeah (laughs) because for whatever reason apple cider vinegar is so gross that you wouldn't be like "Mm," or like you wouldn't be like Drink it and then be like, well, apple cider vinegar is ruined for me because if I make it taste like peppermint ice cream and then I drink a cup of pee that tastes like peppermint ice cream, then peppermint ice creams are right off for the rest of my life. But I could easily go without apple cider vinegar for the rest of my life. I was uh, I was going to say apple juice because that like the pee also if I like if I drink a cup of urine and it tastes like coffee or something, I'm like, well, that's there. This is clearly urine just like mm. coffee flavored urine but if you drink apple juice you could actually just be like well it's apple juice that that's drinking. a good point not urine be- at all yeah because you would be like oh i thought this was urine i guess it's just apple juice chug 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 chug, chug like chug, wow, chug. <laughs> two cups of this <laughs> it does seem like a lot <laughs> yeah, <it's> <laughs> i don't know what i was thinking large amount <laughs> Uh, wow, those people who turned off the podcast within a minute are sure missing out on all they, this. They are, yeah. I, I hope they came back to hear this uh, this dialogue. Hey, can we talk about the? Uh, I really want to talk about this one. The baby dick. The fucking baby dick. Yeah, dude. Uh, I feel like this guy also brought this up a couple of years ago. Did he not? I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. Okay, I so just- if. Yeah, sorry. I'll just introduce the topic so people know what we're talking about, not just 
baby dicks in general. So uh, Mr. Spencer Eldon, who was four years old when he was photographed by a family friend in 1991, and then Nirvana used the uh, picture for their cover of their album, Nevermind. He is now suing, trying to sue Nirvana, saying that it's child pornography. And everybody like me is just being like, cool. It kind of is. But why would you wait so long? Well, it's not. Well, it is a naked child, so it's child pornography. It's not. I mean, how did they get a kid penis on the cover of an album is what I'd want to know. Like was 1999 or sorry, 1991, just that different of a time where we could have baby dicks on album covers. I guess it was. It's not. I mean, so. A couple things. Number one, mm -hmm. a naked picture of a kid is not automatically child pornography. <laughs> like any, like you have a picture of eh, a kid. It's not something I'm going to argue. I'm just going to assume that they all are and not keep any of them. You have, you have a kid in like, yeah, it's weird if you have a fucking library full yeah. of like baby dicks on a uh, hard drive in your home. But if I have like, if I have a picture of like Noah in a bathtub and I send it to a family friend and I'm like, mm -hmm isn't this funny? Like, look at my kid in a bathtub, which I wouldn't do because he's seven now. And that would be a little bit weird. Yeah. But if you like, not every picture of a child is child pornography. And it's definitely not like fucking sexualized. Like this, this, this guy, it's not a sexual image. It's just an no. image that his penis happens to be in. So here's my take on it. Mm -hmm. This guy either needs it's one of these two options. There are no other options. Let me know which one you think it is. Okay. He either needs a payday and desperately yeah. needs a payday. And so he wants to sue Nirvana for money. Yeah. Or his dick has not grown <laughs> since that picture was taken. And he's like, this is ruining this fucking album is ruining my life because women go into it knowing that I have a tiny dick already. And it is only one of those two options. There is no other reason for him to be doing this. Which do you think it is? Obviously the second one, no chance <laughs> because his it's ruined his Tinder game, especially then. And the only, and the reason it's coming up now is because COVID lockdown is making it even harder for him to get online dates because it's not that like it, he could say like he's trying to say I've always been traumatized from this and I've never recovered. But he did recreate the album cover for the 10th anniversary, the 17th anniversary, the 20th anniversary and the 25th anniversary, which was five years ago, because this is the 30th anniversary of it. And. Um, when asked about the cover on the 25th anniversary in 2016, he said, it's cool, but weird to be a part of something so important that I don't even remember. And yeah, sorry, I was just reading this to see. Um, so they said that the photo was taken by a childhood friend. Okay. Like a family friend. Here's what I want to know. So um, where it goes. So. It says Mr. Alden suffered permanent harm because of his association with the album, including emotional distress and a lifelong loss of income earning capacity, which. Anyways, the lawsuit did not provide details to losses and said they would be disclosed at the trial. And they said Mr. Alden, an artist living in Los Angeles, the guy who took the photo county has gone to therapy. Or no, wait. OK, wait, where was that part? This is Sorry. the quote right here. Yeah. He hasn't met anyone who hasn't seen his genitalia. It's a constant <laughs> reminder that he has no privacy. His privacy is worthless to the world. This guy's dick has not grown since 1991. <laughs> okay. I'm this is the part I was looking for. Uh, the photo of Mr. Album was picked from among dozens of pictures of babies. Mr. Weddle photographed for the album cover, which Mr. Coke, envision showing a baby underwater so this guy took dozens of pictures of dozens of babies and kurt cobain was like hmm let's just sort through all these photos because i don't know like the more you think about 
Kurt Cobain being like, I'm thinking about a picture of a baby underwater naked to put on my album cover. Can you go take dozens of pictures of dozens of babies naked underwater and then show them to me? And then I will look at all of them. I mean, and then I'll pick my favorite. I could see it. And it doesn't seem that creepy because looking at the album cover now, it's like it's such a fucking like globally recognizable image like you see that weird little misshapen dick and you know (laughs) you know that it belongs to i can't even fucking remember his name again but mr uh, eldon yeah like i like i it's it's a fucking i don't know it was like the perfect album cover i don't think anyone even (sighs) like looked at the baby dick I think it's like a byproduct of the times we live in now where people are like, oh, it's like a sexual, it's like a weird sexual thing. Well, I remember going into, remember Spinners and Salmon Arm? Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. I remember. Shout out to Spinners and Salmon Arm, the only <laughs> CD store we had uh, my entire adolescence. And it's probably been gone for about 20 years or yeah, something. Yeah, it's not there anymore. But uh, they had a big X over the penis because they used to have like the, record store posters which are oversized they're like twice as big as a regular poster and they had a big x over the penis i remember that yeah and i remember some places when they had the records on the shelf they would put a sticker over the penis part yeah also they did that uh for um weens chocolate and cheese which showed like the underside of a full-grown adult shelf press yeah Yeah, and it was it was no nipple nothing it was just like the bottom shelf do you think that's where our or not ours, but ours as a society and not me specifically <laughs> got so obsessed with bottom shelves? Yeah, it was that specific album. Yeah. Album cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he has a it's fucking it, it's weird that he's like he spent the last however long um, celebrating this album cover and like embracing the fame it has brought him. And then all of a sudden, uh, yeah. It's it's a problem now. Well, I feel like, okay, I'm not going to say he shouldn't get anything because I feel like if you're like him, like he's the he's like he's the model and this fucking album made so much goddamn money. You can't just cut this guy a piece. You can't just give him like one million. So he shuts up and leaves you alone like he's asking for one hundred and fifty grand from 15 different people involved with this thing. So uh, 150 grand each or 150 grand total, 150 grand from each of the 15. What's 15 times 15, 125, 15 times 15 is it's 125. Is it not? Oh no, that's not right. 150, 175. Is that right? It would be if we total it all up 1.75 million, $150,000 at 15, yeah. 15 people paying 150,000. Fuck. I'm good at math. Uh, 2.25 million dollars. Wow. I was way off. Yeah. Just give this guy 2.2 billion dollars because that fucking album is still making so much royalties because for whatever reason, people are still listening. Yeah. Outside of fucking, uh, like, Kurt's estate and Courtney Love and uh, you know Dave Grohl is all obviously found like massive commercial success with the mm. Foo Fighters, but I don't know that like who's making that fucking money because Geffen uh, Records. What's his name? Uh, the other like Chris Novoselic, Chris Chris Nova Novoselic or whatever. He's not. I don't think he's fabulously wealthy. His out uh, his band Dogstar didn't was did, what was his band after. Nirvana was it Dogstar? Was that just Keanu Reeves's band? And I'm getting them mixed up. That was Keanu Reeves. Are you thinking? Uh, was he in Temple of the Dog? Was that no. the, the other one? That was Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. Right. Um, I feel like Chris Novoselic. Did you say Novoselic? Why did I always think it was Novoselic? I think he's just been living a very comfortable life off the royalties of the three or four Nirvana albums that were so famous. Like think of like what did Nirvana have like four albums? Like you had Nevermind, the one before it. I can't remember. 
uh, in uh, utero. Bleach, Bleach, never mind, in utero, and then live in New York. Uh, uh, unplugged in New York, and then yeah. they also did uh, from the the muddy banks of the oh yeah, Wishaka so, or whatever. That one was like B sides or whatever. But just from Nevermind and Unplugged in New York, think of how much money was made off of those guys. Yeah, but like who who the fuck who made that money? Geffen, Chris, Courtney Love, because she would have got all of, of Kurt's share. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind, this was from a time where, um, you know, the, the majority of the the musical marketing machine that was still owned by labels mm-hmm. uh and i think labels did sign bands to deals that didn't always benefit them like they were yeah you know these guys weren't getting streams for uh who owns who owns the nirvana music catalog that's a good question yeah because like it's not like kurt chris and dave were just splitting the pie three ways like geffen probably got most of it and then maybe if they're lucky they got royalties and stuff because i know like a lot of times that musicians in the 90s ended up being the equivalent of a hired contractor where it'd be like you hired them to service and the service was creating the music and then the record label would own it so the record label would make all the money off of it But I imagine that like because it had to be enough money for Courtney to kill Kurt. (laughs) I mean, it's a substantial. Uh, In 2006, Courtney Love announced that she was selling 25% of her stake in the Nirvana song catalog in a deal estimated at $50 million. Uh, And that was in 2006. And that was... 25% of her stake was worth $50 million. So that would be $200 million. So her total stake was $200 million. And we don't know what total of like the total her stake was, but uh, that's not a, um, that's a pretty substantial amount of money. So yeah, I could use $200 million. I could use if my dick, if my little weird looking baby (laughs) dick was, was all over. If my little baby dick made a band, $200 $200 million. I think two, $2.25 could be the least they could do for me yeah. and my, my baby dick. Like, I'm surprised the band, maybe the band, or not the band, the people in charge of the money from their band. I wonder if they paid them off before and been like, just get out of here. Here's some money. Or if they were like, this time they're like, yeah, we don't want anything to do with this. You're old and creepy now. We don't want to celebrate you. So get away. We're separating from you. And then he was like, oh, are you now? I'm going to sue you because that's me naked and I want the rights. Well, yeah, I have to wonder if he's been like, you know, coming to them every few years for the past. Like you said, mm-hmm. this had come up once before. And I wonder if it was just like he'd like pop his head out of the the sand like a like a little baby gopher with a weird tiny dick uh begging for money and then yeah. they would like they'd throw a couple hundred grand at him to make him go away and then he'd pop back into his burrow with his weird little dick uh and uh and now he tried again and they didn't give him anything so now he's suing oh both are like i don't know i have to assume that he would have like liked to sue them for like you know his likeness or <clears throat> like using his image yeah um, but his parents probably really fucked the dog on that one when they oh, yeah. sold a picture of him for $200. Yeah, uh, they were probably like, yeah, you could take a picture of our kid. Give us $50 and you'll never hear from us again. Yeah. And then this uh, also goes into like, it is also weird that it's a picture of him. And there's like, you can't just be like, okay, I don't want my dick out there anymore. And they can't just be like, all right. Like. I know you can't get it back off the physical copies and stuff, but you could see them like maybe photoshopping the dick out of like the Spotify. Who let me I'm gonna look this album up on Spotify and just, just see to see if the dick is still there. Yeah, well, see if the dick shows up on the album cover. 
because if I was spot well, Spotify, no, the dick's still there. Yeah. So if I was like, if I was him, I would just be like, just take it off the digital copies. Like, I don't know, off. man. This is not something like this is basically like this would be like removing the fucking crosswalk from Abbey Road or removing uh, what's another really famous fucking album cover. Like you can't you can't just. That's you can't true. just take the baby dick off now. You can't just George Lucas it and put a bigger explosion in. <laughs> like he did to Star Wars. You can't just fuck with it. You got to leave it. No, I I don't know. For me, it's like nobody gives a fuck about the baby dick. Like there's nobody being like, this isn't Nirvana music without staring at this baby's dick. People Like if you, I bet if you photoshopped it out of all the digital copies and just the internet didn't have it. People would be like, huh, this used to have a dick. Now it doesn't. I'm not going to be the guy who complains about it not having a baby's dick on the cover anymore. But I imagine there would be like an Alex Jones being like, this is censorship and this is bad. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, what's more important? This guy's feelings are our ability to see a baby's dicks. And I'm just going to say this guy's feelings, not because right. I'm a nice guy. You're measuring it wrong. What's more important, this guy's feelings or money? The answer is always, <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter what that other thing is. The answer over what is more important, money or X, the answer yeah. is money every time. Well, I mean, I'm not even talking about the money. Like, I'm not saying like, yeah, give them the money, whatever. It's only two million. It's not like the fucking people who have this. Like, it's not like Courtney Love can't afford 150 grand if she was selling 25% of his of her money and shit for 50, but it's just like, be like, okay, we took the dick off. It's not child porn anymore. Sorry. But then, ah, then you would it be like an admission of guilt. And then it would be like, since you took off the dick, you knew it was wrong. And it's like admitting that was wrong. Well, then it would also, is he happier? Cause then it's like him as a baby, but he has no genitals. And then what's he going to tell his dates? Be like, Oh, I'm a Ken yeah. doll in real life. <laughs> oh, you know the genitalless baby on the cover of the Nirvana album? Yeah, yeah, that's me. I don't have a dick at all. Yeah, he'd be like, you know how there's growers and showers? I'm neither. <laughs> I'm neither. I just yeah. I nothing. You know how some people have the I'm penis, a that, a penis that looks like a baby's arm? Mine looks like a baby's penis. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> all right uh do we want to hear andrea's grown-up take on it because she uh, no said it in the i comments. saw her comment and i'm like yeah this is all very like rational and reasonable and it's a wonderful thing to say but uh, there's no place for that on this podcast okay Andrea's. i'm just gonna read it because i brought it up fine people uh she just said that blew me away because it never occurred to me that that image could be sexual for some of the pervs out there, but sometimes we think we know things, but we do not. Maybe it has affected him. Sounds like he might have more issues than the image though. And family dysfunction is more the root of his problems. I agree. Uh, they will do a psych assessment for court. I'm sure. And then the answer will be clearer. So yeah, like Andrea made a valid point that this, could be coming from somewhere else and there could be something going on. I imagine if your parents allowed Sold a naked so, picture of you for $200. Yeah, there they would have done other things that might affected your upbringing as Even well. Even if they didn't, that alone I think would be enough to cause me to have tense relationships with my parents for the rest of my life. Be like, mm -hmm. "Oh, thank you for fucking selling my dick to the music publishing giant for $200. Mom and dad really yeah. appreciate it. Thanks for being the sole reason women won't sleep with me has nothing to do with my personality or my looks or the way I smell. It's all yeah. because you took a picture of my baby dick and just threw it out in the world. And now everybody's seen it. Also, thanks for giving me a dick that hasn't grown over the past 30 <laughs> years. So now I got to sue people.
Thanks, Andrea, for your very grown-up yeah. take. We appreciate it. And I'm glad we were able to re-childize it and make it very immature. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right. Anything you want to cover before we wrap up? Um, oh, I wanted to bring up since the election's coming up and I'm being called both a communist and a fascist for supporting Trudeau. But there was something that came up where he said uh, the conservatives aren't talking about the she session. And I was like, that is the dumbest thing I ever heard. But then I looked into it and I was like, oh, he's kind of got a point. And that's just he was calling it the she session because like over the covid pandemic, there was kind of a recession. But it was like women were hit more because they have the service industry jobs more than men. So it's like I think. The final tolls are like women's unemployment is 5%, whereas men's 3.7. So he was like, wanted to address that. The only reason I'm bringing it up is because it sounded like the dumbest thing to say, but he's actually kind of got a point. And it is an all right pun. So I'll allow it. Yeah. I mean, this is actually like uh, the secession is a, it, it's a real thing. I don't think Trudeau coined the term. No, uh, and he it's just, like, like the pink tax and all that. Sounds like where... a huge fucking dork every time he opens his mouth. So, yeah, I don't know. you know what? I think I'm going back because it was like the first time I voted for Trudeau. I was like, I'm voting for the party. This guy's a hairdo. He's a dumb idiot. Uh, whatever. I'm voting for liberals. The second time I was like, you know, it's been four years. Trudeau kind of like stopped stuttering as much as he did. He is kind of can hold himself. But now I'm like, yeah, I'm voting for the party and not Trudeau because he's like a big <laughs> idiot again. It's gone full it's circle. Like, <laughs> like, I honestly do not mm-hmm. care about like so fucking dumb that they called this election. Um, and yeah. uh, he's like, I, I want to get a majority. I was like, Ooh, maybe that's you, not going to you kind of put your foot in your mouth or not put your foot in your mouth. But I think he kind of didn't see it going as bad as it is. No, and it's not going well. And the polling is like continually working against him. And I don't think anyone's happy with uh, the ongoing COVID restrictions. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people stupidly fucking believe that a change of government is going to make a difference. When I honestly don't think it will. I think it would. He fucked up and he should have done like Horgan who called the election when it was still going good. And then he just like was like fucking like, hi, bye, I'm out. But this time it's like, who was the conservative leader before? Was it Sheer? Am I thinking the right person? Yeah. Yeah, Sheer was a maniac. So everybody's like, I'm not fucking voting for him. And now O'Toole, you're like, O'Toole, it's just too easy. It's a layup. And then like he he, like O'Toole is kind of saying some stuff that is like, actually kind of left for what the conservatives would be. I can't think of the exact thing I was thinking of, but he's been like, he said one or two things are like, Oh, that's doesn't sound like a conservative policy. So he's kind of like, he's doing the opposite of Sheer Cause Sheer was like, just trying to attack Trudeau and saying everything he was doing was wrong and go super conservative. Whereas O'Toole's like, okay, we kind of learned our lesson by getting our dicks handed to us last election so this time we're gonna go we're gonna make it look like the conservatives have been moved a little left because of the way everybody views everything so i will say he is uh aaron o'toole is apparently against vaccine mandates mm -hmm. uh and i'm wondering where that puts it like i'm actually curious about what's uh canadians in favor of vaccine mandates and i'm just pissed we have to fucking like vote and worry about this shit so i'm basically Mm -hmm. just gonna like i don't even give a fuck are you gonna vote ndp again uh yeah probably i think i mean the the lady from my riding has won like two elections in a row uh and i like her she seems to do good shit i dig the ndp how much crazy fucking leftist how much has sing aged in the last two years a lot Dude, the last time the election came around, I was like, oh, that guy's young and spry. And now you see him, you're like, wait, is he older than me? Yeah. Like, he's got, like, gray in his beard. We had a picture because we ran into him, what, three three years ago? I guess it must have been. when they were campaigning for the last election. Yeah. And and he was a pretty youthful-looking guy then. And now he, like, yeah, those are are some road miles. Yeah, those are some stress- from leading the NDP. 
yeah. All right. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this special Saturday night edition of uh, the Our Age Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad. Yeah. Explain why they're dumb for caring. I've been your co-host, Jerick Volan. I've been your other co-host, Dale DeRuiter. Uh, join us next week. We'll probably talk about dicks again. We will <laughs> probably talk about even we'll talk about, uh, you know, bigger, bigger dicks, not baby yeah. dicks this time. Full size dicks. Man, dicks. <laughs> uh, follow us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, fucking Instagram, TikTok, wherever. Uh, I think it's Outrage Fact Pod everywhere, except for TikTok, which is Dale's own personal account. Yeah, it's uh, Dale DeRuiter. Just go there. Uh, or you could go to the Instagram, Outrage Factory. Uh, go to the website, outragefactory.com. Uh, or just wherever the fuck you get uh, your podcasts. Wherever the fuck you get them. Also, yeah. while you're there getting the fucking podcasts, uh, make sure you rate, review, subscribe. Say nice things like to your and friends subscribe. about us. Yeah. Uh, uh, smash that I don't like know. button. Do whatever it does that people get famous on the internet because I wouldn't mind getting some sweet cheddar. Make us uh, more famous than Nirvana. Because I could use a $200 million. I and could I use. Promise I'll only spend 5% of it on something grown up and normal. Yeah. And he'll keep his baby dick to himself. Yes, I will. <laughs> no one will. If you give me 200 million and no one will have to see my baby dick. That sounded weird. Anyways, until next week. <laughs> Stay angry. <laughs>